This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. We are so glad you're here. Good morning, everyone. Smile. Smile. The Fantasy Island. Only none of us are wearing white tuxedos. And none of us are on an island. We're in Minnesota. That's right. Well, there's a reality check right there. Thank, Thank you, you Mike, for cutting off the music right there. That was perfect. <laughs> We're in Minnesota. Uh-huh. Mm. Uh, Lex is off for a couple of days. I'm here with my buddy Don and uh, buddy Mike. And um, I could go on and on and stall as long as humanly possible. But you know what? Uh, just like your Sears bill, it's going to come regardless. <laughs> Time for second chance romance. Yeah. Let's say hi to Spencer, right? Spencer on yeah. line one. Yeah. Hey. Hi, Spencer. How you doing? Hey, how are you? I'm, I'm, I'm well. you know, I could be a little bit better, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm hanging in there. Okay. Good, good. Well, um, tell us about your date, please. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I went on a, a few dates with this woman I met named Christy. Um, okay. and honestly, I, I, I really can't stop thinking about her. Um, my, uh, I, I, the reason I need your guys help is because my sister actually going about this segment that you guys have, um, <laughs> just because she's kind of in a situation where she goes to me a little bit. Um, and I'm just hoping she won't ghost you guys. Um, I just don't <laughs> know what's going on. Cause I mean, she's a sweetheart and, um, She's caring and she's curious and, you know, she wanted to, to travel. She was talking about that on our date and, you know, going to experiences. And I honestly kind of want someone like that in my life that's going to push me to do things. So oh. I just kind of need your guys' help. Okay. So okay. you went out with uh, Christy, you said? Yeah. So, yeah. okay. What happened on your date? Uh, well, um, I mean, we went to Lucky's 13 Pub. Um, okay. you know, we just went out to eat. I, I, I usually take dates to that place just because, you know, on a date, you don't know how long or how brief you're going to be there for. And they yeah. actually have really nice booths. Oh, I um, love had... Lucky 13 in Roseville. Yes. Hi, Charlie. Yeah. I love them too. Yes. They're good people. <laughs> <laughs> it's really nice. It's like, I feel like it's like a hidden gem. Yeah, um, it is. We just, we, we just had really good conversation when we were there. Of course, the food was great. Um, you know, she was talk, touching my arm oh. um, when we were talking. And yeah, right. So I, I figured those were really good signs. And, and we're across the table from each other. So she's got to kind of reach to do that. Yeah. Um, what, and, I what mean, point? she even laughed out loud. She Go laughed ahead. out loud. Do you remember what yeah. you said where she touched your arm? It was like something <laughs> about, I don't know. Uh, well, that's I, probably too far to ask, but. 
No, I'm going to be honest. I don't fully remember. Uh, yeah, it's what, all right. What exact what exact moment it happened? Because okay. I was busy, well, like, oh, she's touching my arm. Uh huh. Um, but Spencer, on that note, though, on like remembering yeah. on remembering back, and I know that Dawn asked you to look inside yourself. Did anything weird happen on the date? Did you know? Did you start? Doing the Pledge of Allegiance all of a sudden. Did you, <laughs> you know what I mean? Did anything, yeah. did anything odd happen? Did you keep going back to that popcorn bin over and over again? <laughs> no, no. Okay. Uh, I was too paranoid about that stuff getting stuck in my teeth in case yeah. the date went really well. Yeah. Um, but, but no, honestly, there was no, there was no point in which I could say the Pledge of Allegiance or stand on my head or do anything bizarre. Really nothing strange happened at all um and and i was really thinking about it you know because i mean hey i'm not perfect and sometimes maybe i don't make the best first impression or or something i think i do i think i'm i'm kind of great but you know you never know what someone else might think and i mean i really can't think of anything Uh and i've really been racking my brain i honestly think it was a perfect date which is kind of why i want to see her again Okay, but but I mean, we even matched, right? Like when we showed up, like oh. we happened to both be wearing red sweaters and jeans, which I thought was strange. Cause... So I, I don't know, guys. But... I just need help. Okay, oh, and did. so what happened after the date? How did the date end? Well, so I I walked her to her car. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I always want to be a, a gentleman. Um, yeah, and it was late. Um, and I said that I had a really fun time with her, and I'd love to take her out again. Um, but I got nothing. And I didn't think that was like too soon to say that. I mean, it's the end of the date. You know, it's not like yeah. I'm saying it in the middle of their beginning or because I was thinking maybe that was it. But I just mm-hmm. I don't know, guys. This okay. one's a stumper. I, I just really don't know. OK, well, that's why we're here. We're going to help you out. So we're going to put you on hold, Spencer, and we're okay. going to get Christy. Christy's on hold. Now, here's the deal. She's heard nothing. All she knows is that we are going to call. Her. Yeah, we. Yes, she she is know, a, yeah, yes. he doesn't really know this segment because his sister listens oh. to my talk. So yeah, so she's on hold, <laughs> Spencer. She's on hold, but she's heard nothing, and all she knows is that we're we do segments about dates. So she just knows we're calling about a date. She doesn't know it's about you. Okay. 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 So hold on just a second. Okay. Thank oh, you. I just worry because he says nothing happened that was no. weird. Like he can't think of one single thing no. that went wrong, and that is a bad sign. Mm-hmm. Look in, like Mufasa said, look inside. No, it's Rafiki. <gasps> look inside yourself. Okay, let's go to Christy. Hi, Christy. Uh, hi, guys. Hi. Uh, hi. You're live on the air. Hi. This is Jason, Don, and Mike. Okay. Thanks for doing this. We oh, won't take up hi. too much of your time. Hi. So you know that we're calling about a date. So do you remember yeah. going up? Yeah. Do you remember Spencer? Oh, this is about Spencer? Yep. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah, I hoped it was uh, Ryan. Um, Ooh, I mean, Ryan. I can tell you straight out, Spencer's a pig. Oh. Uh, okay. Oh, no. Okay, so you like a guy named Ryan, but Spencer was definitely a no for you. Can you tell us why you're not calling him back? Like, what happened? I mean, like, our date was okay, but at the end, he asked for my phone number. Okay. Because, like, we'd only messaged through Match before that. Right. Um, 
So instead of me just saying my number, he like he hands me his phone, like here, put your number in, right? Um, but we were like chatting at the time. So when I go to actually like put in my digits, like the screen, like it wasn't on my name anymore, right? Um, so I have an iPhone. I'm just like, okay, I know how to do it. Like yeah. he has one too. I go in, I put a K in, right, to like start typing my name, and I literally see like. Kristen, Christine, Chris, like all of these names, okay, which is like whatever, but he has their last names as things like ten in bed or like don't answer dot 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 lazy like oh, God. average average yeah and that and that was just like the K name <laughs> like. You didn't scroll down the alphabet. Oh my God! I, I mean, been I like, went a little oh. bit. It was like <laughs> like. It just, it grossed me out. He's disgusting. Like, but yeah. I, I hate even asking this because hello, that to me would be a deal breaker. But at anything else other than that, um, any other juicy details, anything? I mean, not that you can get much yeah, more you, juicy than that. But yeah, yeah, I mean, that alone right there, we're definitely not saying you should have called him back. Yeah, you know what I mean, Christy. Anything, anything else to add to the? Yeah, I mean, like no, nothing juicy. No, it was just like before that. I thought we were having a good time, and I was like, okay, yeah, like I, it'd be fun to see him again. Like you know, we had good conversation and everything. But I just like I don't know. On my way home, I was thinking more about it, and I just like can't get past the part where like he just objectifies all these women like so blatantly. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's like, okay, that's what your date boils down to. Like, I thought we had a good time, but like, okay, we hook up. And then what do I end up in your phone as, you know? Yeah. Yes. And honestly, like not to bring the mood down a little bit, but like my, my dad just passed away recently and oh, I've just kind of like, sorry. I guess reevaluated like what I'm doing, like who I spend my time with and yeah. like, I don't know when it comes to Spencer, it's like, yeah, that could have been fun, but it's just like drama. It's gross. I'm just, I'm not interested. Oh, boy. Well, well. Christy, <laughs> you've had enough drama, so I'm going to just tell you right off the bat. We obviously got your info from Spencer, and we actually have Spencer on the other line. Spencer? Hi. Hi, Christine. Uh, hey, Spencer. <laughs> Dude, I, like I don't, I don't understand why you were going through my phone. Like I just gave it to you so you could put in your contact. Okay, dude, I was not going through your phone. I was trying to add my contact, like you asked me to. Okay, but when it says like, you know, Christine loud in bed as her last name, okay. like I, obviously something that kind of stands out. Oh like, what do you expect me to think about that? I, well, I don't expect you to see it, okay? Because you're not supposed to, okay? Oh. That's just that's that's notes for me because I, you know, I, I I go on a lot of dates and I, I you know, I, I and like, you know, and I'm sorry. I just I, I want to make sure that I I remember which which person I'm talking to and and you know and when I gave you my, the phone, I just wanted you to put in your first name, okay? And like oh. like like I would have put perfect next to you, like like you know, you're good. Like, it wasn't about you. Oh. Okay, Okay, but I just, it doesn't sit right with me, like, how you talk about other people, even if that's, like, uh, how you felt about me. And I 
Don't know what happened with your phone. I certainly wasn't trying to go through it, but I, at this point, yeah. <laughs> I'm regretting I even gave you my real number. Like, after seeing that, I probably shouldn't have. Oh, no. Christy, I, I can't help that I go on a lot of dates. Okay, that's how I remember them. Okay, people have different systems or, or whatever, right? Or mnemonic devices, systems. or I don't know, right? <laughs> so, so. Loud okay. bed is not a mnemonic device. <laughs> okay, yeah. no, it's not. That was an example. That I look. I don't. I don't. I'm not creative that way. I don't think of that kind of stuff. So I just thought maybe if I just typed that. Once again, I literally only thought I was going to be seeing this. Okay, okay. Like, come on. Like, look, okay. Look, Christy, Christy how we you had feeling? a great day. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We had fun conversation, and uh, I just don't want you to judge me off of this one misgiving that I have. Right? They, they don't mean anything to me. They're just names in a phone. Christy. Yeah. How do you feel? I, I think I'm. I think I'm good here. So, okay. um, so I, I guess I'll ask this time. Yeah, go ahead. You Tom. aren't interested in going on another date. <laughs> um, I no. Okay. No, Spencer. It, and, and yeah, and that's and that's a no for me too because you know I was really invasive what she did, and I mean she's just not getting that. <laughs> oh my that. God. It's not so you're personal. gonna blame this on it's me not. now. What some okay. people journal, okay? People like take notes, yeah. like a way of taking okay. notes through your day. I also okay, so it's like I put okay, all right. guys. Thank you oh, so much. Gosh, oh, thank you. Boy. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. Bye. Have a good fall, everyone. Thank you, Christy, for being a good sport. Spencer, thank you, buddy. Sorry we couldn't help you. Yep. Bye, guys. Bye. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay, I have to admit something here. I used to date younger guys. Me too. Kind of like, you know, when I was 34 or whatever. So I would name them, like, 26. (laughs) In my phone. I would would put, like, Connor, 26. Um, Rick, twenty-seven. Yeah, that's different, though, dog. Because it was a joke between was, my yeah. friends and I, and it would come up and ring, and it would just say twenty-seven. Yeah, and then the notes it would say like, you know, Connor. Yeah, it's very different, dog. Is it? It's very different. I'm objectifying young no, men. No, it's no, it's fine. It's a. It's I don't a do very, that anymore. No, well, obviously. Uh, yeah, I have a boyfriend. Yeah. Well, there we go. There's second chance romance, everyone. God help us. Okay. When we come back, (laughs) it's the Dirt Alerts right after this. This is a My Talk. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You know I love good food, and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh, never-frozen meals that are chef-crafted, dietitian approved and get this— all ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash JAPOD50 and use code JAPOD50 to get 50% off. That's code JAPOD50 at factormeals.com slash JAPOD50 to get 50% off. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Dirt alert. We are the home of everything entertainment, so it is our obligation to give you the biggest stories and entertainment in the Dirt Alerts. Yes. Okay, we lost a radio legend. This is before, you know, Casey Kasem. I'm talking about the oldest of the DJs, Art LeBeau. He was 97 years old. His uh, representatives um, said that he was diagnosed with pneumonia two weeks ago um, in Mm. Palm Springs. He passed away with his family nearby. Uh, He is prolific in radio because uh, he was a DJ in San Francisco. Uh, He started when he was 18 years old. He's the one who started Dedications. Like, he is the one. He is the one who uh, coined the phrase, oldies but goodies. Which is huge. And then um, after his San Francisco gig, he moved to L.A. where he started doing these live DJ shows at drive-in movie theaters. So people would come. Uh, it was it was Latino fans, uh, black people. It was white people together. And his shows were so popular. A lot of people credited him with helping end segregation in Southern California. So wow. he was creating events out of taking the radio and then saying, let's all get together and do something. And he would they'd play music out there. Um, and, you know, that was a big deal. This was during World War Two when he started taking dedications. And then, you know, into the 50s, he, would, he was doing these live events in L.A., um, I believe my parents mentioned that they had been to some because my I, you know, a Californian. Yeah. My family is from California and I was born there. So Art LeBeau, big deal. Um, oh. Yeah. So uh, he we've lost him. And, you know, it's just this is the time when this we is... lose the greatest yep. of the legends. Oh, dedications. Yeah. K- Casey Kasem wouldn't have had a career without exactly. that. Exactly. He was the original <laughs> Yeah. Guy who really just broke through the radio and connected with the audience. So, yep. R.I.P. Art LeBeau. Um, okay. Uh, so, uh, Kanye, I don't want to talk about that. Oh, Kathy Hilton. Here's more on the Kathy Hilton, oh, Kyle yeah. Richards thing. Because if if you have just not caught up on this story, because of the Beverly Hills reunion, is that tomorrow night or Thursday? It's uh, tomorrow, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Okay. The reunion show is going to be explosive. Yeah. Um, they've shown clips where Kyle Richards is crying. Kathy uh, is also very upset. And then Kathy commented on a podcaster's post that said he felt really concerned for Kyle Richards. And she said, why? I'm the one who was persecuted the whole season which he spelled persecuted wrong and people were making fun of it. But uh, so more on this. So she claims everything is good between her and Kyle after this massive drama. Yes. Um, Now she was at the Beverly Hilton on Saturday night. She was attending this carousel of hope ball with her husband, Rick fans were jumping at the opportunity to take pictures with her. And, um, People said, you know, that they heard fans say, is everything okay with Kyle? 
And then she quickly replied, yeah, that's my sister. I love her. So at least we have that. I wonder if Kyle agrees. <sighs> I think Kyle was just so desperate to keep the relationship with her sister going that yeah. she was going to go ahead and dismiss some of the things that she did, you know, just to say, let's just drop it. I want to have a relationship with my sister. So coming from Kathy's mouth this last weekend, everything is okay. And they okay. patched things up. You know, I mm. wish almost like we haven't even seen the reunion yet. I wish we had a, um, a special edition. What happened after the reunion? Yes. <laughs> so the reunion after the reunion. The reunion. Yes. They're just checking in with people. It's just it would be a, a triple layer. Um, I just, I mean, considering that nobody stayed for a re, for a picture, nobody did the toast, which is not common. Oh, yeah. Um, they all left. It's yeah. It's it's bizarre. Um, in other news about Real Housewives, Nene Leakes, her twenty three year old son Brent, you probably remember him as a young teen on the show. Yeah, he had a heart failure and a stroke earlier this month. He's just. 23 so boy of course she's just so upset about it and um she put that yeah and you know his father was peter his father he died of heart disease greg you mean oh greg i'm sorry not peter peter is cynthia's husband yeah i think so i think greg was his father yeah heart disease so oh so bad love going out to them yep we love you, Nini. We're going to take a break. When we come back, my big fat movie review of Bros next. It's Oprah. She is so wise. Out of context. I'm not lesbian. I'm not even kind of lesbian. That was Oprah. Did she really say that? Out of context. That's right, Oprah. That's I'm right. every woman, but I'm not every lesbian. Welcome back, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Jason and Alexis in the morning, right here on my talk and streaming around the globe on our my talk app or on your favorite home device that I won't say oh, because it you. will activate them. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm Jace with Dawn and Mike. Alexis is taking a few days off. Uh, I had an unusual, well, not an unusual. We've been doing it and I love it because, you know, when you think of a date night, you don't often think of Mondays. Mondays suck. Who the hell looks, who, who looks forward to Mondays? But for the, uh, there's been a couple Mondays recently where my husband and I have decided, you know what? We're going to buck the trend, Don. Oh, we're gonna, God. We're going to buck the trend. We're scared and we're go- there. Yeah, I know. I said buck. We're yeah. going to buck buck the trend and, and have a Monday date night. And we did, which has led to a big fat movie review. How was the movie? How was the movie? How was the movie? How was the movie? My big fat movie review. Uh, today's movie is uh, Billy Eichner's rom-com produced by Judd Apatow. And I'll get to Mr. Apatow in just a second. Uh, bros. Um, you've seen the headlines for various reasons. Maybe you know it because uh, it's one of the big movie studios first gay rom-coms to be greenlit and put in theaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you re- heard about it from a trailer. Yeah. Maybe you heard about it. Uh, because of the dismal box office uh, that it pulled in. And subsequently, maybe you heard about it because Billy Eichner blamed the audience. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, that's a yeah. little aggressive. Yeah, uh, that uh, blamed straights for not coming out and gays for not taking the straights to the movie. Um, The first thing I will say is, this is just a funny little observation that 
that cracked Colin and I up almost more than the movie itself. <laughs> we're sitting at the Showplace Icon Theater, and we're basically, Dawn, sitting in the exact seats that we were sitting in mm-hmm. for Film Fest. So we're up in the balcony. And okay. these are, this is, uh, the Showplace Icon has a VIP theater, and the VIP area is, is a balcony. And then below it is just uh, general mission seats that are looks like a traditional theater. We cracked up because we're sitting there, and my husband leaned forward to look down onto the main floor. Oh, and he among said, the common people? Well, no, because it's all, you know. Um, <laughs> and he looked down, and he goes, you are not going to believe this. And he starts laughing. He goes, and he looked up at the balcony. Yeah. In the balcony. In the balcony, nothing but gay men. Okay. And then you look down, and it's just a gaggle of lesbians. So it was gay men in the balcony (laughs) and just little packs of lesbians. You could tell that they were lesbian? We smell our own dog. Oh, my gosh. We smell our own. Yes, we can tell. I don't know if you should use that word. Yes, we have... We have tracking devices too that we get at headquarters. We, we can, can tell. Like, yeah, we uh, can't do that as straight people. No, it's like a whale call. You know what I mean? We yeah. only, we hear the sounds that we that each other makes, <laughs> and only we can hear them. So, okay, like a porpoise. Or, exactly. Yeah, so gotcha. I was hearing the calls of lesbians <laughs> from the, uh, the 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 main level. Okay, so that's the main observation. Here is my overall review. Okay. Dear Billy Eichner. Oh no. People. We're not seeing the movie uh, because they are afraid of a gay rom-com. They didn't go see this movie because it was a bad movie. That's why they didn't go see this. We almost walked out twice. Are you serious? Toward the end, yes. It has really great scores on Rotten Tomatoes. It's 89% fresh. Uh-huh. And a ninety percent audience score, which is okay. kind of like that's unheard of. Yeah, there are now. <laughs> I'm weren't in Minnesota gays. Well, <laughs> here's this. here's the positive. Okay. I want to I want to I want to lead with the positive. Okay, we did laugh out loud more than several times. Okay, there are some great cameos by Deborah Messing, Bowen Yang. Uh, Kristen Chenoweth, there are moments of genuine, and again, I make the joke, but it is based in reality. My husband laughs out loud about 48 times a year. He did laugh out loud. We did chuckle with each other more than a few times. Okay. So there are really funny moments. However, it is eclipsed to us by the fact that once again, it is a gay movie that seems to have a legal pad full of cliches that need to be checked off. Really? That, Are they, yeah. So there's two big problems for me that almost shut the door on me of enjoying the movie. Okay. And I know I'm going to be in the minority because I have a lot of Twitter people, including our buddy Jace that loves this movie. But here are my two pillars of problems. The first pillar is what I just said. Um, one of the leads, of course, is a gym bro and goes to uh, CrossFit <laughs> or okay. Berries. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, of course. 
of course they're uh, of course they're obsessed with the gym. Uh, another cliche. Um, they go to Provincetown. Of course you're going to go to P-Town. Of course, fifty percent of the sex scenes are thruples or uh, or, and I know that all of this is threaded into gay culture. My point, and then another thing. Uh, maybe I'm in the minority, but I do have some straight friends. And this was just, I, I i don't know. I'm being very clear here. And this is an internalized homophobia. Don't write me. Oh, Believe God. me. I'm 48. I've, I've, I've dealt with that in therapy because I checked myself. I did wonder before I said anything, but it was almost like everything. I'm not kidding. I said, I leaned over to Colin. I'm like, goodness, we cannot go four seconds in this movie Without saying the word gay, everything was just, and I'm like, can we just be, can't, I want to just, I want a gay character that is just a character that happens to be gay. Right. It's not the identity of the character. Yes. I just read something on Buzzfeed about like, here are some, um, uh, not stereotypes, but here are, here are some kinds of people that bother us because they just some people just assume this is their entire identity they're like wine moms you know like you drink wine and you're a mom you know and one of them on the list was gay people who see that as their whole identity and i might be i mean and and the person who wrote the article is like i know this is probably going to be unpopular but you know so you're saying that this movie was kind of like oh my goodness yes and i get it I'm I'm thrilled that we are to a point where we are not just the witty gay best friend. I love that. We've moved mm-hmm. beyond Jack McFarland. But I also think, again, I would like to see a movie uh, where the gays don't go to P-Town. I would like to see a movie yeah. um, that doesn't uh, focus on characters that are obsessed with the gym. And that... Uh, I, I don't know. Reinforcing was, stereotypes. Yeah, and look, I believe in stereo. I look, I say it all the time. Stereotypes exist for a reason because they're they are threaded in our culture. But I'm just telling you from my point of view as a gay man in his forties that have grown up that that I have lived the majority of my life, well, my whole life in the in the north or Midwest. It'd be great to see other representations, other shades of the rainbow. Because this one was just kind of what we've seen before. And it was frustrating. Okay. Um, and then so, the other the other pillar really quick. Yeah, go ahead. Billy Eichner's lead character is very unlikable. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. Um, he likes to do that trend, though. There's a great show on Hulu that probably I'm the only one that watched that I loved called Difficult People. Okay. With Billy Eichner and Julie Klausner. Is her name, and it was like two aspiring comedians living in New York. It's just like they're awful. They're kind of awful to people, and so he kind of likes to like play. That. It's like a bad role, or he likes to play kind of a jaded character. Yes. So is that what his character was? Kinda. Okay. And it and was annoying. Just and and like turbo gay. <laughs> I always yeah. say that like I have you know like turbo Jesus like turbo gay, and it just 
And again, don't. This isn't internalized homophobia. Well, I don't they, even know what that is. You can be homophobic, phobic yes, as a gay yes, man. Yes, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I and I have checked. Day. Yeah, I've I've checked myself. And again, years of therapy. But, okay. Um, it's just. I I just wanted to I, I wanted to see a movie, without Barry's Workout Club. <laughs> and it's a comedy, so you have to remember they're not going to delve into a serious, you know, it's yeah. a comedy. But, hey, if that's your opinion, what would you give it? How many stars? Two. Two. Not yeah. even two and a half. No. And I like Billy. I'm a fan. I wanted, we were excited to go. I, I Colin wanted to see this. I wanted to go see Smile. Um, oh, the horror yeah. movie, um, which I still want to go see, but oh, so much I wanted see. to like this. I did. I wanted to like this. This isn't fun for me. I, but again, there were chuckles, there were laughs, but the the cliches closed the door for me. I'm okay. like, oh, of course you're in P town. Oh yeah. look, a thruple. Oh look, you know that. Oh, of course you're working at a gay museum. Of course, you know and what so I mean. So you think it's it like, will oh. reinforce stereotypes that shouldn't? be there or maybe i'm just maybe. sorry i'm asking so many questions no no just, i'm glad you are yeah perhaps so anyway there we go bros a disappointing review for me but oh well uh 8 we're gonna take a break we're gonna wrap things up in the circus right after this and now on jason and alexis in the morning a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s it's Bar Search 85 as host Ed McMahon welcomes celebrity guests David Burney and Tom Jones on television's most entertaining hour. Catch all the action on the richest talent contest in America. The competition's tough, but worth a million and a half dollars to the performers who've got the look, the luck, and the talent to reach for the stars. Tomorrow's stars are singing, dancing, and laughing today on TV's Super Search for Superstars, Star Search 85. Saturday at 11.30 on TV2. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Star Search 85. A million and a half? Yeah. What? Uh In 1985? Yeah. I mean, Survivor is a million. Yeah. And look what you have to do to get through that. You have to eat bugs. You just can, like, do a, you know, a time step. Yeah. And a little song and dance. And some seltzer Star in Search. your pants for a million uh-huh. and a half. God. That's it. Nice Mary Tyler Moore reference there. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, Ed McMahon hosting Star Search. Star Search. Star Search 85. <laughs> God. Oh, my God. We lived for Star Search, didn't we? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That this one is- guy who sang Over the Rainbow, Sam. What's his name? Um. Oh, Wow. Wow, that name. You know what I mean? Uh, I know. People are yelling right now at their radio. Let me look it up. Okay. Um, Sam Harris. Sam Harris. He had that cool Michael or uh, George Michael hair, and he was Mm -hmm. pretty attractive. Well, should I? Let me list off some celebrities that were on Star Search. Britney Spears, a very young Britney Spears. Kevin James. Oh. Beyonce. What? Yeah. Drew Carey. Justin Timberlake. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. Uh, Christina Aguilera. Usher. Usher. Wow, that seems late. 
Alanis Morissette, Leanne Rhymes was eight years old. Um, Aaliyah, she was 10 when she competed on Star Search in 1990. Mark Summers, who, you know, became a Nickelodeon host. Oh, right. Yeah, he would warm up the audience on Star Search. Um, Martin Martin Lawrence. Mike, I put a YouTube link in the grid of Sam Harris. You'll yeah. immediately know who I'm talking about, Jason. Because okay. he was kind of the biggest thing. Um, to come from. To come from Star Search. I mean, just as far as an unknown. Oh, yes. You remember this guy. Like, oh, I when do When I think remember. Star Search, I think of this guy. Oh, yeah. There he is, the Sam Harris. People flipped out over flipped. that. Yeah. It's Night. so affected, but still was so oh. good. And then he had a career for a very long time. Did you he? Know? Yeah, he did. Um, is he still alive? I believe so. I, I think he's gay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel like I can say that to you. It's Don, not as it's, we aren't defining but, him by his sexuality. No, Don, what, what gave you that impression? No! <laughs> I don't know what you're. I don't know what you're. I don't know. Well, you know, back in the eighties, oh where people denied that gay dead. people existed. Yeah, I know. Seriously, you know, and they're Sam like, Harris. "Oh, Liberace, I'm in love with him," and you're like, "Okay, Aunt Carol." Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think my grandma loved Char- Charles Nelson Riley. He needs. To, he just needs to find a good woman. Yeah, yeah he like, sure oh, does, okay. Grandma. Oh. He sure does. Uh, Sam Harris is. Alive. Yes, I mean he, he's not. And he is married to Danny, a guy you named see? Danny. So, okay, Don, right. you are right. <laughs> Unlike Oprah, he is. Oh wait, no, this is a different Sam Harris. No, this isn't. Oh, you're talking about a neuroscientist, that Sam no. Harris. Oh God, is this Star Search? Sam okay, Harris Star Search. Oh God, um, we only have a little time here. Let's figure no. it out. Star Search Sam Harris. There's musician. another singer, Sam Harris? Oh, that's too bad. Oh, there are two. Okay, Sam Harris is now gray. Yeah. I'm looking at his spouse, Danny Jacobson. Okay. And they have two children. They have children. Okay, yes. there we go. He's still alive oh, and he's still so gay. Oh, he's so cute. He is. I got to check okay. out his music. I mean, he had an amazing voice. It was just a little over-affected. Yeah. Well... We'll talk more about Sam Harris tomorrow. <laughs> That's going to do it for us. Go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you're doing it wrong. Right, Don? That's right. You be you. Oh, my gosh. Just uh, fly your freak flag, I guess. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks, Mike. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. 
I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today.